We need a job. We need a high-paying job. Now we're too hot to work anywhere in this country. Where are we going? You're doing recon work on our anniversary? Tess. And you are Mr. Miguel Diaz. What's your name? Craig. Greg. Let me ask you something. Do you have safe deposit boxes here? It's not my nature to be mysterious. But I can't talk about it, and I can't talk about why. You are listening to Don't Be That Guy, that is sequel and remix. This is episode 314. I'm Marquis Mike. This is the Corona series, volume two. Yeah, social distancing hashtag. Hashtag social distancing. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't like the term social distancing. Why why don't they go like physical spacing? Because isn't that really what it is? You know, especially because uh, in the generation of social media, we, we all accept that social doesn't necessarily mean in person. Right, right. I think I've done more socializing in these last two weeks than I have at any time before. I've just been uh, uh, reaching out to people via text and uh, uh, telephone. But, uh, yeah, you're right. Physical distancing. Is that what you said? Phys- yeah, physical... or physical spacing. Or I like something. quarantine. Just sounds intense. Yeah, quarantine's intense. That's like an epic word. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been making more phone calls than I usually do. Yeah. Because uh, I, you know, my my parents are in the like kind of the danger zone for age. Um, and like I'm just calling my parents to make sure they're taking this shit seriously, and calling my siblings making sure they're taking shit seriously <laughs> yeah uh have, have you done video chat that that's the next step i went to it's funny because I, I call my mother maybe every like once every two weeks but uh during this time for some reason i just felt like you know what i, I need a video chat so i was, I, I set up the, the the video chat facetime you know felt, felt more uh personal you know i haven't done that because i'm not sure my parents could pull that off yeah. So <laughs> that's you. My mom had troubles with it. Yeah, I, I just not sure they could pull it off. Nor nor would they want to. I know when my sister had started having kids, um, they they tried to do get my my parents on Skype. You know, Skype with the babies and shit like yeah. that. I don't think it went over very well. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's different. Yeah, if you have something to show them, but like, yeah, yeah, don't think that went over very good. Yeah. Well, hopefully, like uh, Mike's parents, everyone else is taking this very seriously and uh, trying to physically separate as much as possible. I hope our listeners have stayed healthy and haven't got sick. Uh, it, it's, uh, it's a trying time out there, you, you know, and it's kind of when this whole thing happened, it, it was easy to be like, well, hey, I'm only 37. I work out five times a week. I'm in the best shape of my life. I'm fine. But then you, now, I mean, you just keep hearing, well, this, you know, this guy was 20. He died. <laughs> yeah. It can get you. It can get you. So you just got to do your best to not get it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. This is, you know, we'll all just stay indoors. And then, uh, you know, a month or so from now, we'll uh, we'll go outside. Yeah. Slow ramp up, I imagine. I don't know if anybody's uh, itching to, to, to pack the uh, the Superdome, but uh, I'll, I'll be curious how, how this all goes. But I'm sure once this is done... I, I think my uh, my barbecue invite will, will will go up in the summer. Yeah, I think it's gonna be uh, 
a good summer for social gatherings. Because, yeah. Yeah, people are going to want to get together with the friends, the family they haven't been able to hang out with, and, you know, uh, you know, cough on each other. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, so why, while while we've been physically distancing, well, what have you been watching? You know, honestly, Mark, I haven't been watching a whole lot because I've been taking this time to do some other hobbies. Like we talked oh. before the show, I've been, you know, I do the board game stuff, and so I've been painting um, miniatures, and I have been practicing guitar a lot more. And frankly, I've been working out a ton because I'm like, well, I guess I'll just go work out again. Oh man, you're gonna come out of this like Jack, like like you were sentenced to prison. Well, have you heard of the COVID fifteen? Yeah, that's where you gain fifteen pounds. Yeah, right? yeah. I'm not gonna get that. Yeah. But <laughs> but I, I watched a few things. Um, I didn't watch any movies. Uh, okay. This time, and I kind of missed my noir alley. We were, I think we were doing some other stuff, playing some board games and stuff. Um. But I, I'm, I'm still up on Westworld, keeping up with that. The uh, third episode dropped over the weekend. And then we hit the uh, the hot the hot Netflix doc now, The Tiger King. Yeah, everyone's talking yep, about it. Everyone's talking about it. We hit it. We hit it hard. Uh, it's fantastic. I think everyone should check it out if, if you just want a little crazy in your life. Yeah. <laughs> And another show that we've been watching, um, an oldie but a goodie, and we just recently started watching, is the uh, Great British Baking Show. And that's a, you know, that's that, that's just one of those cooking competitions. But is that uh, Netflix? Yes, Netflix has okay. that show, and there's so many different series, uh, like collections of that show. Um, and I, I like they're branded PBS and I think they're they're branded BBC on some, uh, but Netflix has it seems to have them all and so there's just tons of them. But it's kind of refreshing a, a refreshing cooking show because all they do is bake things. Yeah. Um, you know, savory and sweet. Uh, you know, baking it's definitely dessert oriented, but it's just like the there's no like cutthroat stab you in the back kind of drama everyone's just trying to do their best uh the judges are 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 just a delight <laughs> the only the only thing that sucks is they're the people that host it um i i they must be like british personalities comedians or something uh they're just not very funny and i think it's just british humor that i don't get um but yeah, i got same issue with monty python so yeah, it, I mean, Monty Python, I get the jokes in that, but this it's different. Uh, they have the judge that they're like, oh, he's a harsh judge, but he's not. He's not like a Gordon Ramsay, you know? He's actually like, yeah. compared to Gordon Ramsay, he's super nice guy. <laughs> but that, that's actually kind of a really cool show. I, I, I recommend it. It's a good one just to have on. You can just let it play um, if you got a, you know, if you're flipping through a magazine or, or, or like me playing my Nintendo Switch, um, yeah. So that's really all I've been watching. Just some, I mean, a lot of hours there. There's a lot of hours there. Oh yeah, yeah. But not a lot of uh, uh, variety. 
Yeah. Well, you know, it's good to branch out. Well, you know, it, it is easy to just like turn into a couch potato during the time, but probably getting some hobbies is a good way to go. Yeah, and, I, and you go, you got to go outside. You got to go out and breathe yeah. that fresh air. It's so important. Yeah, I've been doing a uh, yeah a lot of yard work. Uh, been been cleaning up a pine tree in my backyard that uh, you know the, the the underlying branches are, are dead. So I've been slowly cutting those and taking those down. Uh, you train, so dr- you trimming that up from the from like the the ground up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Get yeah. Get up a couple feet uh, to where you know people can uh, where, where I can get underneath it and then uh, just kind of get to the layer where there's actually needles growing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh been drawing that, that that's a new hobby for me oh doing a little art huh doing a little art yeah cool cool uh, yeah trying to just you know keep my keep my hands busy yeah. but i did get in a ton of uh ton of movies let's see so uh yeah just kind of start still working my way through the office i think i'm gonna finish it uh by next week so, <laughs> uh, we're in uh, ed helms is 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 the boss man and you know season eight is there's a lot of funny in season eight uh, that that's uh, yeah the first season without um, Steve Carell and I, I think there's a lot of funny stuff still going on in there. Yeah, I think I I, I think they made a real good transition from the Carell years. For... I think Nine's the one I'm worried about. Where I think that's the one where I think Ed Helms is he like he's not in it that much. I think he was. Uh, I think he goes like remote because I remember he does these video things. And I think yeah, John yeah. Krasinski's not in it as much. Yeah. I think when they bring in, I think when when they bring in new Jim and new Dwight, I think that's where when I initially watched, I was like, oh yeah, this is kind of where not where it gets a little not funny. Oh man, I, we'll yeah, see. I don't know. I think you'll like it. I think you'll like it. Yeah, I'm watching it with fresh eyes, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, got in some movies. Um, didn't go out to the theater because uh, theaters aren't open, so and that's fine. I'm staying in. Uh, watched a lot on all my streaming services, so actually getting my money's worth there. I watched uh, a 2016 movie, uh, Midnight Special, directed by Jeff Nichols, and it stars uh, Michael Shannon and um, Kirsten Dunst. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's like this, it's a really cool like sci-fi movie. Essentially, it's this uh, this dad breaks his son out of a religious cult, and now these like religious this like uh, religious cult and the federal government are after him because his son possesses superpowers. Oh shit. That sounds yeah, awesome. Pretty dope. Yeah. Michael Shannon's a star and uh, he's great. Uh, Joel Edgerton's in it. Um, Adam driver. Uh, yeah, that was really good. I enjoyed midnight special. I think that was on Amazon or I possibly got that on HBO. Uh, so if you have access, check out Midnight Special. Uh, I watched another movie. This was on HBO 2018's uh, the favorite um Emma Emma Stone and uh Olivia Cole yeah, yeah. Cole Coleman uh yeah. yeah it was up for a lot of awards. uh that wasn't a that wasn't a she won an academy for that Olivia yeah Coleman, Coleman? Right? Or was yeah. It Coleman? Yeah. Olivia Coleman Coleman sounds right Coleman yeah I think it's Coleman uh the performances are really great I like all the performances I'm gonna just this is a movie I just I didn't get one of those movies, like it's a 95 percent i i but like what i was like i not for me i just i i didn't get it and that happens but uh, other people seem to enjoy it so if you're on the fence maybe check it out but it's kind of a me, period piece 
Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah it, it's set in uh, it's in England. They're at war with France. It's definitely, yeah, period piece. Uh, I don't know how factual like the characters are, like if they're supposed to be portraying real people. Um, it's directed by Yorgos uh, Latmus, who did The Lobster, and that was just another movie that I think a lot of people talked about. And I was just like, I, I don't, it, not for me. Yeah, you know, sometimes. You know, I've watched those critically acclaimed movies too, and I'm like, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but the performance is really good. I thought Emma Stone and uh, Livy Coleman and the third woman, I can't think of her name off the top of my head. Um, they all did really good. Uh, actually, one of my favorite performances is uh, Nicholas Holt, uh, who's in, uh, you know, he's in uh, the X Men movies and he's in um, Mad Max. Uh, he's actually given a, a very good performance in this. So, uh, you know. And there, there's something about it. Uh, watch a Netflix original, 2020 movie, directed by Peter Berg, Spencer Confidential, starring Mark Wahlberg. Oh, you went for it, huh? I went for it. <laughs> oh, man, this movie's bad. It's really <laughs> not good. Um, there's some okay things, but I have, I think I've noticed this with Netflix movies, is that they're so tonally uneven, where this movie is kind of like this buddy cop, fun... Uh, caper and then it just turns real dark and real heavy and it's just yeah it's 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 all over the place with the type of story wants to be with kind of the story it's telling it's 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 not good i'll say six underground at least there was a lot of fun in it this uh you know there's there's a couple laughs some of the action's okay but it's it's really just not not great for about two hours Wahlberg uh, couldn't couldn't handle the comedy, huh? Yeah, you know, I think it should have been a comedy. I, I think they should have made him more like, uh, you know, like like the nice guys. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think he's trying to do some like, uh, you know, private eye hygiene, you know, comedy hijinks. But then, yeah, it's it's it, it's it's all over the map. Uh, watched a. Watch an old movie that that or not an old movie, but like a movie that kind of been on my radar. I just never sat down and watched it. Uh, 2011 movie, The Descendants, directed by Alexander Payne. You know George Clooney. Um, it might just be George Clooney. I think uh, uh, Shailene Woodley as as a young teenage actress is in it. Yeah, uh, yeah. It takes place in Hawaii. It's about a father, a family that that loses his mother, and you know coming to grips with that. Uh, that was. Good. I, I enjoyed the Descendants. Yeah, I enjoyed that film. That's a, that was a good one. Yeah, so uh, check that out. You know, if, if if you're like me, and ten years later, you're like, you know what? Now is the time to catch up on these movies. Yeah, and that was one of those uh, movies too. I, I remember I I saw that in a the theater, and um, I remember the previews for that were were like uh, the previews made it m- seem more of a comedy. Oh yeah, and I, I see that with the preview. Yeah, yeah, they and, tried to do that. And then I got there, and and I was like, and I mean, I I, I went because I, you know, I I was going on the the name of Alexander Payne. He just yeah. came off of uh, Sideways, mm-hmm. and 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 I I, I liked the movie. And I'm like, ah, oh, that it wasn't what I was expecting. I liked it, but it was not what I was expecting. Yeah, you know, I think that happened with. Um... Another Alexander Payne movie with downsizing. I think the the commercials really tried to make it seem like it was a, it was a, a comedy, but you watch the movie, it's not a comedy. Is that the the Matt Damon? The Matt Damon Shrinkage movie. I yeah, think that's so, Payne as well. I haven't seen that. 
That guy makes good movies, though, like Nebraska. Nebraska was so yeah. good. I think that was Alexander Payne. You do Nebraska? Yeah, I think so. um, and then he did the one with Anna Kendrick and Clooney on the airplane, right? Uh, I think that was that was Jason Reitman. Oh, that was Reitman. Yeah. Yeah, but Payne, I, I do believe, did Nebraska, and I, I want to say he did Downsizing, but yeah, yeah, Sideways, yeah, he's he's got he's got some movies. He, you know, he he's a director, uh, writer, director of note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, good. He's good. And he did that. Um, I think Reese Witherspoon's in it. Uh, like a high school presidential oh, election. election. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did, he did that, didn't he? Yeah, that's probably yeah. Probably would like put him on the map. Yeah, it was uh, it was election yeah. and then yeah. So uh, yeah, check out um, check out the Descendants. Um, yeah, I should just go. Um, okay, I watched I'd like the. To see uh, I need to check out Downsizing. Yeah, I think that's streaming too. I I, I feel like I I've, I've come across that on Hulu, like advertised to me. Uh, watched a uh, small indie movie uh, from 2012, uh, directed by Je- uh, Jennifer Westfeld, who also stars in it. Um, she's kind of a um, uh, TV drama actress. It's called Friends with Kids. Uh, stars her and Adam Scott, uh, John Hamm, Kristen Wiig, Maya Rudolph's all in it. Kind of just this uh, you know personal uh, kind of drama dramedy com- or drama comedy about. Uh, uh, People having children in their 30s and what what it does, um, and that was that was also very enjoyable. I thought the uh, the comedy was very funny, but then the drama was uh, was effective. Uh, so that was streaming on Amazon. Uh, watched uh, World War Z. I don't know if that was the I don't know if that was the best movie to watch during the pandemic. I know a lot of people are going like Contagion on the iTunes charts is like very high. Um, <laughs> this is the first time I watched World War Z since I think it came out and. Uh, I like I like World War Z. I and that the opening scene alone, like just just when all hell breaks loose, is done very well. It, it's 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 a very cool opening to a zombie outbreak. Yeah, you know I remember enjoying it for what it was. Yeah. Um, I remember some really cool intense scenes with with um, Brad Pitt kind of like sneaking through like a lab or something. Oh yeah yeah. Um, yeah. I should check. I should. I should recheck. I should rewatch that. Yeah, you know, uh, it's kind of a fun zombie movie. You know, very more actiony than a lot of zombie movies, just because it is Brad Pitt going from location to location, doing all these, um, you know, different things. Yeah, there, you know, zombie outbreak on an airplane is very cool. Um, so yeah, you know, been a while since I've seen it. Threw it on. It was enjoyable. Uh, all right, I watched some newer movies. I watched. Oh yeah, we're almost done here. I watched uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. Oh yeah, buddy. Yeah, that's a cool movie. <laughs> that movie's awesome. That, that 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 is that is one of the great action films. Uh, I mean, it's got everything you want. You like car chases? It's in there. You like hand to hand combat? In there. Shootouts? It's in there. Anything you want? It's in there. Uh, yeah, definitely, Doug. Mission. You, you're you're kind of the Mission Impossible guy. I love them. I mean, is it crazy to say that Fallout might be might be the best one? I think it's or is that is that is that a recency bias on my part? I I think it's I really do think it's up there. Yeah. Um I really I think my favorite is still Ghost Protocol. Um uh, but Fallout was just cool. Yeah. 
yeah, really, yeah, really enjoyed uh, enjoyed Mission Impossible Fallout. Uh, watched another cool movie, uh, 2018 movie. Uh, I, I watched Upgrade, a uh, movie about a man who is paralyzed from the neck down, and then he gets a uh, an AI system installed in his body that controls his limbs. Uh, it's very cool. It's kind of this. You think it's a uh, you know, so like Spencer Confidential, I was like, oh, you know, it's all over the map. It doesn't know what it, want, want, what, what, it doesn't know what it wants to be. This movie successfully transitions to all these different types. You can you kind of think it's like this like action movie or it's this like murder mystery, uh, but then it kind of turns into like a horror movie. Like it, it, it's it's a very cool movie. Yeah, you know that one has popped up on some lists I've seen of like um, of super original sci-fi movies too. Yeah to stream uh things like that um i'm glad you yeah, watched it, it. that's, that's cool. a movie like for what it is which like it could like in the wrong hands you kind of like oh it's just kind of like this b sci-fi movie i think they did a good job of just being the most effective version of the type of movie they wanted to be and uh so yeah very fun and very enjoyable um and then you know i probably should have ended with that one because i really like that one and then this last movie which is the most recent movie i watched i did not like that much uh i just threw it on uh, this movie called hot summer nights which uh stars timothy chalamet and um the girl uh i believe her name is micah monroe from it follows and uh, thomas jane is probably the most uh known actor in it uh the first half of the movie is actually very fun. It's kind of this mix between a – so it's about um, – it takes place, I believe, in 1990. It is about a uh, uh, a kid, kind of a loser kid who um, on Cape Cod – he's a townie on Cape Cod uh, – is trying to romance a girl and he ends up selling drugs. And so it's kind of a – kind of part teen comedy, part crime uh, story. And the first part of the movie – is really good but then the second part of the movie it just gets real uh it kind of loses it, its sense of fun that it had in the beginning of the movie where it was kind of more of a teen comedy and then by the end it kind of turns into this like kind of a drag of a movie kind of sounds like a bipolar movie yeah that's probably a good way to call it. yeah the, yeah the first half yeah it's very up and it's funny you know i mean you know it's dealing with you know there's some violence like the you know there, there's some uh, kind of shocking violence because you're kind of, you kind of feel like you're in this teen comedy, but then like you know when drug dealers get involved, you're like oh this kind of gets tense, and then the second half of the movie is just like this, it just kind of forgets what it was in the first half. But yeah, it definitely flips on you. Yeah, I think a bipolar movie is a good, good call. Those are it, those are frustrating to watch, yeah. you know, especially when you know, you know when a when a movie changes tones, sometimes it works. I can't think of anything off the top of my head right away, but. I've seen movies that, and it works, but when, when one half is just completely bad, it yeah. just sucks. You know, cause I, I started the movie and I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know. You know, it kind of had a cool poster, kind of had this like, um, kind of cool, like late eighties looking poster and, uh, you know, the premise sounded fun and I was kind of watching it. I, I kind of pulled up on Wikipedia or Rotten Tomatoes and it's got a 58%. I'm like, Whoa. What, what the, or I, maybe even lower, maybe it was like in the 40s, and I'm like, oh man, I'm watching a totally different movie, this movie's, this movie's awesome, like, more people should have seen this movie, and then the second half comes, and I go, yeah, about 40% is probably, that sounds about right, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, so don't check that one out, but definitely go watch uh, Upgrade or Mission Impossible Fallout, or uh, or The Descendants, if, if you like, 
uh, Midnight Special. That was probably the one I enjoyed the most out of that out of that list. So if you only watch one, I, I recommend that one. Midnight Special. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we watched, and then I, then I managed to get one other movie in uh, this week. Mike and I we watched uh, 2004 sequel to 2001's Ocean's Eleven. Uh, we watched Ocean's Twelve. Uh, we had recently done Ocean's Eleven as an episode. Uh, I don't know. Oh, can I search? My, I, I don't know if I could search. Uh, it's one of our previous episodes. I'll tweet it out uh, when this one goes up of what it was. But if you want to hear our thoughts on Ocean's Eleven, you can check that episode out. Uh, did you rewatch Ocean's Eleven in preparation for this movie? No, I did not. I, I felt we had watched it recently enough that I was yeah. pretty good. Yeah. So th- those aren't familiar. Ocean's Eleven is a uh, it is a remake of um, a. Uh, oh man, Frank Sinatra and and crew film. Uh, it is uh, directed by Steven Soderbergh. It follows uh, and stars George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Matt Damon, Julia Roberts, Andy Garcia, a slew of other famous people. Uh, it's a story about a, uh, a group of robbers who uh, plan to rob a casino. Um, just uh, as a refresher, what were what was your thoughts on Ocean's Eleven? I can't quite remember what i said in the show but mm-hmm. i think i was i was mostly positive about it um especially because it was i think i was positive on both it and the original um because it was it was different enough from the original yeah um if i recall <laughs> yeah. i could be completely Going back on what anything I said in the for in the episode we did, but over over I'm positive on that film I believe yeah. If you need to go back, go back listen, fact check Mike. See, see maybe he was like this is the worst piece of shit ever. George Clooney sucks. I've never liked him in anything. Or maybe he was like this is my favorite movie. We don't know. Yeah, we we record these, put it out in the world, and then forget. <laughs> I don't know how many times people have like, like just the episode I put and someone will reach out. Uh, either a friend of mine or like someone on Twitter and they'll just be like, Oh, that thing you said was, you know, or when you guys were talking about that or, Oh, you guys didn't know that actor. I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I, I need more context clues. Uh, yeah. I want to say I, it was mostly, I, if I can remember correctly, I think I was more positive on oceans 11 than the original. Uh, there was no musical number, which I always enjoy um, with those right, uh, Frank right. Sinatra movies. It's like, let's just, let's just, we get it. You can sing. Sammy Davis uh, was just only singing his part. Yeah. In the original. Uh, so flash forward three years later, it was a big hit. Ocean's 11. Uh, they come out with a sequel this time they get the gang back together. Uh, casino owner played by Andy Garcia tracks down the original oceans 11 and gives them two weeks to pay back the money he stole from their casino forcing the crew to pull off one more job. Uh, was this your first time watching oceans 12? I think it was actually, I, I, I didn't recall any of it while I watched. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I saw this movie in the theaters back in 2004. Um, but much like you could not recall a lot of it. Uh, as I was watching, I was like, I don't remember this. And then I was like, there was only like two scenes where I was like, I remember this. <laughs> uh, which, yeah, was, uh, was uh, Julia Roberts' part in the second half of the movie. And then um, 
uh, laser dancing. Those are the two parts I go, I remember this part. Uh, what were the positives? What would you like about Ocean's 12? Well, you know, we, we got the, we got the crew back. We got the dream team back. Um, they were able to get the whole cast back. Uh, yeah, that almost actually didn't happen. I think Matt Damon uh, was just coming off of uh, the the first Born movie, and I think it, they were very close together in shooting. And I think he uh, just physically, mentally wanted to take a break. But but the, so but Clooney said, "Hey, yeah, hey, little man, we need you." Clooney was like, "Look, we're filming this in Italy. We're gonna be hanging out at my villa. There'll be plenty of time to relax." And do you know who I am? I'm George yeah. fucking Clooney. He's like, do not make me fucking call Ben Affleck and have you replace <laughs> in Hollywood. Because yeah. I know yeah. his brother, and, and, and we get his number. <laughs> oh, is, yeah, and the fact that Casey Affleck is in this, in, in this movie. Um, yeah. That... The cast, I mean, they're just very likable. I, I, I think these people could be doing, like, I don't know, Freddie got fingered the script, and I think that this cast just makes it all work. Yeah, who'd be who'd be getting who'd be Freddie? Uh, Brad Pitt. Pitt would play Freddie. Who would play Tom Green? Uh. Uh, wait, who's Freddie? Is that his dad? Freddy's no, that's the, his brother. Freddie's the brother. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So no, Tom Green is Brad Pitt. Uh. George Clooney plays the dad, and uh, Elliot Gould is Freddy. I'm just picturing Brad Pitt looking at his finger and go, fingered. Freddy got fingered, but of course he's like eating something while he says it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's he's got to have something. Uh, yeah, the cast is very likable. I kind of did enjoy some of like the wink, kind of. Um, hey, you know, we, we get it, we're making a movie kind of jokes, especially the ones that happened earlier in the beginning uh, or, you know, uh, earlier in the film, uh, the, the gang discussing why it's called Ocean's Eleven. I, I, I enjoyed that scene. Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, towards the end, I was like, all right, this raises questions. But uh, in the beginning, I, I, I was in for it. I, I was like, I feel like I'm back with my friends. I'm, I'm, I'm the 12th man. I'm a part of this, but uh, yeah, so I, I enjoyed that. I also thought it looked really good. I, I, Italy looks fun. Europe, Europe looks really cool. Yeah, I, I agree with that. It was a pleasing to the eyes. Yeah, you know, and, you know, the cinematography that that is that is part of the cinematic experience. Yeah, it is. That it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, sound editing, sound. Uh, well, what's the other one that's very close to sound editing? Uh, costume design. Costume design, yes. <laughs> I, I think all these were uh, done uh, done well. I would give everyone a check or a check plus on most of these categories. <laughs> uh, is it sound editing, sound design? Are those the two categories? I don't understand the difference. Are, I believe those are the, the, two desi- the two sound Yeah, but categories. they give them two different – those are two different movies. Um, what, what didn't you like about Ocean's 12? Um, I didn't like the, uh, kind of choppiness of it. Um, I felt it was like all these little containers that they were trying to like, they were get they, they got like 
34 shot glasses and they're trying to get an ounce of alcohol into across all these shot glasses and you know every time they'd pour one shot into the other like some would dribble and some wouldn't all the way get out of the cup and so by the time we got to the last shot glass there was only like two drops uh you know that that's just what it seemed like to me it was just like all these little bits trying to glue them all together versus i honestly didn't know if that was a metaphor or if that happened in the movie and i just missed it (laughs) (laughs) i was like was that one of their heists I was, well, I, you know, you can't see me either, Mark, but I was doing all this stuff at, on my desk. Like, I got these these imaginary shot glasses, and I was, like, pouring it in the other one, and then pouring it down the line, and pouring it down the line. And, uh, I mean, my desk is a mess now of imaginary whiskey all over it. Yeah. So. Much like Steven Soderbergh, you could not transfer the full one ounce to the 34 shot glass. I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't yeah. do it. It, it, it's a, it's a hard feat. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it really loses towards the, like part of me kind of enjoyed like the Julia Roberts looks like Julia Roberts part. But then there was also part of me that kind of hated it equally. That's where I, that's where the movie completely lost me. Yeah. I, so I like I was kind of into it, and I'm like, oh well, we we're gonna do multiple heists. Yeah, let's see multiple heists. Yeah. Um, and and you know, in the end, that really doesn't happen. Uh, but then we get to the 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 real person crossover with Julia Roberts and Bruce Willis, and I was like, this is fucking stupid. Like it was it was just terrible. I thought it was yeah. terrible. It leads to the question. Does Danny Ocean look like George Clooney, or does George Clooney not exist in this world? Yeah, it, it, that's that is the whole issue. Is is what universe are we in? Yeah, yeah. Typically in a movie, it, it, I, I have always looked at a movie. Uh, I use last action hero rules. Arnold Schwarzenegger plays a character in Last Action Hero. Hero, therefore, he could not be the star of the Terminator because in this world there is no Arnold Schwarzenegger. There is only the actor. Uh, or there's only the character that he plays. That's why he goes to Blockbuster. Sylvester Stallone is the Terminator. It's very funny. Yes. Julie Roberts is Julie Roberts. Therefore, Pretty Woman either didn't happen in this movie or someone else played the Pretty Woman. But now it's like, oh, she looks like Julie Roberts. So then it raises all types of questions about everyone else in the movie. And then you, it's like a sweater string and you just start pulling. And next thing you know, the whole ocean's franchise comes apart <laughs> and you know they were doing that weird thing with matt damon's character hey has anyone else noticed that whatever her name is looks a lot like and they'd cut him off every time yeah like you know uh, tess tess looks a lot like ah no, no, don't mention it like what yeah what are they doing because and i was like what are they doing well then it's weird that they're like don't don't bring it up or don't say her name and it's like wait does tess not like that people compare her to julia roberts I, well, that's the thing. I didn't know where they were going with that. And not only that, it's not that she kind of looks like Julia Roberts in the way that, like, um, you know, you have a friend who kind of looks like, uh, you know, a famous actor. If that actor had gained 50 pounds and kind of, you know, grayed out and didn't work out as hard. Yeah. She convincingly had Bruce Willis fooled that she was actually Julia Roberts. Yeah. 
So she has to look exactly very close to Julia Roberts. So wouldn't everyone else notice that too? It wouldn't just be Linus. Yeah. 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 Um, it just is so bizarre and it, yeah. and it holds no water because yeah, I mean, like, like you said, then why isn't Linus saying, Hey, I looked in the mirror today. And you know what? I look a lot like Matt fucking Damon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, then maybe did Julie Roberts did she star in a movie with any of those actors pre Ocean's Eleven? I I I, I kind of tried to think I, I couldn't think of one, but I was like, her and George Clooney must have starred in something together. I have no idea. Because then it makes me wonder. I was like, well, then who starred in that movie opposite Julie Roberts? Uh, the one part of that that I did kind of enjoy uh, was Don Cheadle trying to uh, tell her that she needs to do a Southern a- accent, which I thought was one of the, like the winky jokes that actually worked because Don Cheadle is doing a, a not good British accent. A very, very cockney, cackney, yeah. what do they call that? <laughs> yeah, very cockney British accent that, like, just kind of watch it as like, you're obviously not British. And so just the fact that Julie Roberts, he's like, you got to do an accent. Like she has a Southern accent. He's trying to like give her, give her pointers on, on how to, how to, how to pull off the accent. I, I thought that was funny. But, uh, so you kind of say that's where the movie loses you. Could you explain the end of the movie? Like if, if I gave you 30 seconds, I, 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 I try to follow along. I was like, I don't understand what happens. How do they get Linus's mom involved? And, why was she so easily able to like convince Catherine Zeta Jones that she was someone of importance? Yeah, uh, maybe they wrap it up in Ocean's Thirteen. I don't, I don't know because I, I didn't understand that Linus mom thing. And, and does she actually work for the government? What the fuck is that shit? Or or is it a family yeah. of con men? Yeah. Uh, it just. Uh, and then the final heist, like it, it is all just kind of. I, I don't know. Just uh, they they tell you what happens, but I was like, but how, how do that? I I still don't understand their connection to like the the legendary thief. Yeah, I I don't get that at all. I, I, how did how did Brad Pitt know his girlfriend's dad was was that guy? Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of knowledge these guys have in the. Uh, criminal underworld, maybe I guess you know, because oh. they haven't broke rule number one. So that's true. So is there a bar these guys go to and just like, you know, is it is it like John Wick? They got a they got a hotel they can go to and just talk about all their their heists. Oh, you, you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> usually asked, do you, would you like to see a sequel remake? Would you like to see some sort of continental, but for uh, fun comedy heist movies? Uh, no. George Clooney gets to, he checks in and he gets to go talk to the guy from, uh, um, Hotel Heist, Ben Stiller's character. No, no, we don't need that. We don't need that at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is, it is always funny how, like, you know, these guys are, I mean, they're just bank robbers in the first one, but now that they're just deeply connected into the uh, underground criminal world where, like, they know the world's most famous burglar. Yeah. And are able to get get in touch with him and somehow convince him to help them. 
which I was still confused on. So so part of the movie after Andy Garcia tells them they have two weeks, we, we find it's all set up by this character called the Night Fox, who fancies himself the world's greatest burglar, not Danny Ocean, uh, and essentially is like challenging him to prove who the better burglar is. Yeah, but... but all Danny Ocean did was rob that one bank. I mean, that, that was like that was his job, right? That was that was like the biggest job he had done. Was the was the Bellagio? Yeah, which I mean, don't get me wrong, guy guys robs the Bellagio. I mean, that's pretty impressive. But this guy was like an art thief and like, yeah, yeah, had a reputation of just being the best. And then this Danny Ocean pulls off one job, and this guy's feelings get so hurt that he has to challenge him to a uh, to a burglar off. It, it was it. And it was like his 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 mentor was was the uh, the old timer, right? Yeah. And the the mentor thought it was the best heist ever. I don't. It was it was a weird setup. Oh, that's a, yes. His feelings got hurt because yeah, the yeah the old timer thought he, he he was just very impressed by the Bellagio job. Yeah. Which yeah. is what everyone referred to it as, not Ocean's Eleven. Everybody called it the Bellagio job. Yeah. Uh. What? Let's see. Okay, so yeah, we've done we've done our good, we've done our bad. Um, so this movie does get a sequel. Um, can I was... can I mention one more good thing? Yeah. So in in this was the only of uh, both uh, eleven and twelve had this, um, and like I meant I, I I talked about how I hated the real person crossover with Bruce yeah. Willis, and but in the beginning of the movie. I liked the Topher Grace uh, cameo. Um, isn't that his name? Topher Grace? Topher. Yeah. Because he was, you know, that. but that was Brad Pitt's character. He taught celebrities to play cards, right? Yes. Topher Grace is playing. I wouldn't mind. If, it's just weird that the character, the actress played by Julia Roberts is playing a character who looks like Julia Roberts. Right. That's dumb. Topher yes. Grace is just playing a version of Topher Grace. Yeah, exactly. And, 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 and that Topher Grace was in the gang and then also playing Topher Grace. Yeah, exactly. Yeah the, yeah, the Topher Grace stuff is very funny. Him in the hotel, I thought it was very funny when he's just, uh, he's having his breakdown because of a girl and then he's just like, I phoned in that, uh, that Dennis Quaid movie. <laughs> he's like, you know, that's the reason he left uh, that 70s show was because of this girl. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I thought that was really yeah. I, I enjoyed Topher Grace show, showing up. Yeah, at, that uh, was excellent, yeah. I, and that was that was fun that they they got him to come back and do it again. Um, yeah, that that yeah. was positive for me. Yes. Now, would it uh, completely ruin if Topher Grace plays Topher Grace, and then we find out that the Night Fox is the actor Topher Grace? playing the night fox oh shit and then brad it's like you kind of look like a guy (laughs) that would take it to the next level indeed i hope he shows up in oceans 13 i do too i do too which i don't know if i've ever seen oceans 13 but uh, oceans 13 so it does get a sequel uh following oceans 12 We, we you know three years later we get oceans 13 uh oceans 12 um my different while not maybe uh critically successful uh it was one of the or it was actually the 10th highest grossing film in 2014 so financially very successful but uh critically not so much but three years later 
we get a we we get the thirteen, and then of course we get a spinoff movie that exists in the same world with Ocean's Eight. Um, my question is: Do we need to see? Would you like to see the the band come back together in twenty twenty one? Not for an Ocean's movie. Yeah, I wouldn't mind this uh, entourage doing a film together. I just yeah. don't think we need another Danny Ocean vehicle. Yeah, all the guy, like, every everybody in the movie, and you know, I'll include Julia Roberts and you know Catherine Zeta Jones. I, I I think she has a bigger role in Thirteen as as a member of the gang. Everyone's really good. Like they're all good actors in the film. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it is fun to see them like hang out. Um, yeah, there's a. I just like any time that they're all there together and they're just talking over each other. It's it just has a very natural, um, fun way of you know uh, uh, scenes. Uh, you know, I, I like when they're playing their first heist and uh, Matt Damon's uh, you know asking them not to use the term freak. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I enjoy that. I like to. I like to see them do do something. Yeah, I um, I enjoyed the little bit where you know everyone gets gets uh, pinched by the cops and and Matt Damon and and Cheadle and those guys are talking about how they could pull it off and they're naming all these different things and like uh, and uh, I think Matt someone names some some scheme heist and Matt Damon's like ah oh, we don't have time to train a cat yeah like I want to know about these. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think Matt Damon really, really brings it in this movie. I, I think he ups his game. Yeah, it gets a little more of a yeah. – he gets a little – it's 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 that whole meta fourth, fourth wall thing. They're kind of breaking again. You know, he wants to be a bigger part. Yeah, he asks. Yeah, he asks yeah. in the beginning to, to take on more – more of a leadership role, and then, yeah, ends up in the movie getting getting a lot to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Oh, there was the free, there was one other. Oh, I enjoyed. Um, you know, if we did do a uh, sequel, maybe we follow. Maybe it's not a Danny Ocean movie. I, I don't need to see them do any other highs. I think we actually talked about Ocean's Eleven, just the Casey Affleck Scott Con movie. Oh yeah, that'd be good. I, I like the brothers, and there, it, one, another scene I really enjoyed was when they're on the uh, they're they're at the train station, and they're trying to uh, George Clooney's asking them how old they think he is, <laughs> and that's just another very funny scene. And then because George Clooney is just one of those guys where I was like, yeah, George Clooney's like an old guy, right? He, he just always has been. But then I looked it up; he was only forty three when filming that. But when he's asking Casey Affleck how old do or do I look fifty, I was like, kinda. Yeah, you definitely do, George. Yeah, but maybe I'm just looking at it because, like, to me, George Clooney's just always been uh, uh, an older an older guy. Salt and pepper hair. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. Back to his ER. When you asked me how old he was on ER, I'd be like, I don't know, like 45? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you know, in this movie, it's got a, it's got all these little compartmental jokes that, that work. They're funny. Yeah. But there's no real coherence from beginning to end. And and even the reveals, like, that's one of the coolest thing about Ocean's Eleven is the big reveal, you know? And yeah. That's the coolest thing about any heist movie. But in this movie, the reveal is so lackluster. And and, and so you, Clooney and, and Julia Roberts are listening to the, the Night Fox tell him how he did it. And then we yep. get, I, I didn't time it, but it, it was at least a good three minutes of watching him uh, laser dance. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, so is he, like... Am I, am I led to believe that he's actually 
telling them step by step every move he made through the laser dance and they're just oh, right, sitting on that couch it. absorbing it like yeah. oh yeah oh then you did that oh then you you hopped to your left foot and pirouetted and, and it was just ridiculous yeah uh yeah it, it does i don't mind the idea that like you know the, the heist was like oh well we pickpocketed the guy before he even got there that's clever enough but i just think the to get to there and then the reveal of it i just i was already kind of checked out was like how how kind of convoluted the story was already getting up to that point yeah i yeah i didn't care yeah when yeah i found I just, out just checked out and i, was like, I didn't oh, okay. care and then how they did it on the train yeah maybe that was how the beauty of it was how really simple that was yeah um but as far as and then somebody uh, yeah just yeah. distraction in a switcheroo right like but as far as and maybe that's the beauty in it in in you in you go the 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 master criminal uh hotel and have drinks uh-huh. afterwards and talk about it like yeah. oh this genius it was so simple but for me the viewer like well that that's not that cool yeah and it's and... Part of for me was I just had to sit through that guy's story and laser dancing before I got to that. Yeah. Uh, you know who else could be at that? Speaking of uh, the proper way to recap uh, a burglary, uh, Michael Pena from Ant Man could be at that that hotel with talk having drinks with George Clooney. Uh, that's a fun heist gang. Yeah, Michael Pena and Ti. And that's that's the best part of the Ant Man movies is Michael yeah, Pena just, telling the story. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't waste time telling you every dance move. <laughs> he gets there real quick. Um, would and I, and, you know we covered this in eleven? I think it's been about it's maybe six months since we did Ocean's Eleven. Have you turned the corner? Have you changed your mind on uh, an Ocean's Eleven remake? Uh no. Yeah, I don't mind heist movies. I actually quite enjoy them, and I don't know if we get enough comedy heist movies like this. Uh, and I like the movie star ensemble, uh, the, the the mega cast. It just doesn't need to be Ocean's Eleven, right? One, I agree. almost too many people. Let's cut this down. You know, maybe Ocean's Eight had it right. Let's let's, let's go ahead and cut this down by eight people, uh, and then they can rob something else. You don't have to call it Ocean's Eleven. You just here, here's a, here's a group of people who get in a situation and they gotta rob something. I'm ready yeah. for that movie. Uh, it can be on Netflix. Um, Mark Wahlberg can be in it. You know, we we do we we need a good heist movie to come out. Yeah, a good one. Yeah. Well, I mean, a few months ago, I told you how much I enjoyed. Uh, oh, that Gerard Butler heist movie. Uh, but you know that that's a little more serious of a heist movie. Sure. Yeah, but I we can't... need we need something like real good, like like uh, Inside Man or something. You know, something just riveting. Yeah. Yeah. There's a good one, and uh, apparently that has a sequel or a remake on Netflix. Oh boy. <laughs> Have you seen that ever? That that's advertised to me. Uh probably they heard how much i love that oh a den of thieves which is the movie i i I was trying to read my dvds from here den of thieves uh when when you're jones in for a heist movie 
you could do worse than Den of Thieves. But I think because of how much I love Den of Thieves, now I go to Netflix and they're like, hey, did you know Inside Man had a sequel or a remake? Here it is. Oh, man. Yeah, I can't tell if it's a sequel or a remake because I, I want to say I, I, I passing by it, the plot seems identical. But Denzel Washington and uh, Clive Owen are not in it. And no Spike Lee. Yeah, I, would, I definitely don't think Spike Lee directed this. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, Inside Man for a new generation just 10 years later. Yeah, I can't, I mean, yeah, I, I love a good heist film, and it, it, it's been a while. Yeah, maybe we needed just another, you know, someone try their hand at it. Yeah, we just, we just need a masterpiece, you know. Yeah. Just something real and, and, and you know, and heist heist is different than like a than like a bank robbery movie, you know. You know, I, I, I mean, you know, it, 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 there's got to be some planning. There's got to be some. I'm trying to follow along with them, you know. Yeah, something elaborate, not just a smash and grab. Exactly. You can't just be, you know, as much as I love heat, you know. Yeah, not just a, a hell or high water. You know, just uh, yeah, yeah. that. That's a bank robbery movie, which is different than a heist yeah, movie. Yeah, we need. Yeah, it needs to have some sort of um, uh, artistic yeah. uh, elements to pulling off the job. Yeah, and it doesn't need to be a bank. Uh, I love when people steal artwork. I love when people steal artifacts. Um, yeah, uh, so someone get on that. But yeah, it doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to be called Ocean's Eleven. But. Uh, Definitely would like to see more of these in the world once we start making movies again. Yes, once we can get out to the theater again. Man, Mark, I'm telling you, man, if if this COVID-19 shit ruins my Top Gun Maverick premiere, it's going to be rough. Yeah, you know, okay, now so, so uh, some movies uh, are just pushing back. But, I mean, some of them are going back. I mean, Fast 9 or Fast 10, whatever it was, that was supposed to come out couple weeks ago i think and or maybe it was supposed to come out in april i don't know when it was supposed to come out they went ahead and just said 2021 we're gonna wait an entire year to get back to it i don't want to see that happen to maverick no i we need if it they can't get the july release i worry though that they're gonna be like we can't get the summer this is a summer movie it's got to be summer 2021 but that one that one is a uh, a big screen must see yeah, you exactly. Yeah. You know, they, you can't just push it to streaming like they're doing with some movies. You know, Bond, so Bond, I think that was supposed to be a summer release or, or a spring release. They moved it back to November. Which, yeah, that was supposed to be out now, I believe. Yeah, and so they moved back that, that, that to November. A Bond movie, you can watch a Bond movie in the winter. I don't know if, you know, Maverick, how much, how much beach volleyball is in it? You know, but that one, so Maverick was already pushed back, right? So... That was supposed to release, like, initially that was set for a while ago, and then they're like, you know what, we're going to push it back to summer. Summer, yeah, I think it's a 4th of July release. Yeah, and and I don't remember why, I think they just made the choice to do it, just like a strategic choice. And I'm going to be honest, I don't want my Maverick premiere to be ruined by coronavirus, but if I have to wait a year to see that on the big screen, I think I will. Now, okay, you got two options. They can push it back to 2021, or they they do the thing where they go, we're making this available to everybody streaming. Which would you prefer? I'd rather wait. You'd rather wait a year? Yep, I'd rather wait. Yeah. If it is comes to streaming and they say, you know, we're just going to release it to streaming, how much would you pay for it? 
1999 is the going rate for I mean, these, yeah, uh, I'd, theater. I mean, yeah, I'd pay... I'd pay... Uh, do I own it? Would I own it digitally? I think you... I think these movies you, you own. I, I think it, so, and if someone knows, that you know, feel free to, to correct me, but I think if I buy... Invisible Man for 1999. I own I own the digital copy of Invisible Man. I mean, if I'm buying the digital copy, yeah, I'd pay 20 bucks. Yeah, would you pay 30 bucks? No. I would. Okay. I would. You cut off. I would cut it off at 1999. Yeah. Because I'm like uh, that would be two. To me, that's like two admissions to the movie, two tickets to the movie. Two to yeah. So, that's just how my mind wraps around that. If it comes out and they go, we're releasing it to streaming. It's going to be thirty. It's going to be twenty nine ninety nine, but you can't rent it for another four months after that. Do you, you use wait the four months? And 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 it's not going to ever be released in the theater. They're not going to release it in theaters. They're like, we're just getting out of the way. Uh, yeah, I'd wait the four months. Yeah, I would. Uh, all your buddies are going to be talking. They're, they're they're going to know all the references. They're, they're going to oh, no. own it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to have to stay like, away from the water cooler at work. Yeah, oh, wait. I can't go to work. <laughs> Whatever the new need for speed is, they're going to be saying it, high-fiving each other. Uh, are they going to do Are they going to do like the, what they did with um, in the, the new Star Wars movies with uh, Carrie Fisher with um, for, like, Iceman? Oh, wait, well, Val Kimmer's still alive. Oh, I thought Val Kimmer died. <laughs> I hope he didn't die. Uh, I hope he I didn't either. He, I really like Val Kilmer. I thought I believe for some he's reason very, he passed. <laughs> I think he's alive. I, let, let me Google it. But yeah, I believe he's still very much alive. I hope uh, he's in it. I hope he's in it. Yeah, Val Kilmer. Uh, looks like, yep, he, he is still with us. He is 60 years old. Glad to hear it. Like but, Love uh, Val. Yeah. Yeah. Do they bring back uh, Anthony Edwards? <laughs> That'd be a little harder. Yeah. Uh, and, oh, then well, maybe just flashbacks, but they actually bring back the actor and they do that uh, Irish fan de-aging technology. Yeah, anti-aging. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I hopefully by July we are enjoying our summer blockbusters, including Top Gun Maverick. Um, and then November we get around and we can, we go see that new Bond. Those are the only movies I'm aware of right now because um, we're not getting trailers. I know Black Widow's been pushed back. Fast Nine's been pushed back. I, I don't know what else was supposed to be coming out this year, but uh, you know every, everything's up in the air. Yeah, and I mean, isn't uh, like Memorial Day's on the on the horizon? Isn't that isn't that a big release weekend? Yeah, I, um, yeah, that's always a, there's always a, I think there's always like a Marvel movie that's kind of when Endgame was uh, was um, released uh, last year. Um, Let's see. I mean, do they have anything? 2020. Because uh, apparently Glory was released on Memorial Day. Uh, so this says we're supposed to be getting a Troll World Tour, which I believe is that Troll there's, movie. And they're but streaming. Believe, that one's went to streaming. Yeah, they, yeah they're just going to stream that. Um, let's see. Um, that's telling me other movies that have premiered um, yeah I think this calendar is all out of whack because 
we don't know what's happening. Yeah. So yeah, it's all. But hopefully, we'll be enjoying our, our fears uh, once again. Uh, real quick, uh, Ocean Twelve. Did we need it? Uh, I'm. Gosh, for uh, for a movie, I honestly did not enjoy. I'm, you know, I'm always opposite on this, but I, I am gonna say no on this one. Like, I, I like, I'm, I almost want to say yes, we needed it because we got, we got the crew together and they're fun. But uh-huh. just no, 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 no. I, you know, while this is also a movie I did not enjoy that much, I'm gonna say it's just good enough that yeah, we, this is it's fine enough. I, it's definitely. It's not much of a heist movie, as much as I love heist movies, but I think it's it does okay as a comedy. Uh, there's just enough funny, but uh, just barely Ocean's Twelve. Do I say we need it? Because uh, I do like I do like seeing this this particular cast making a movie together. Sure. Uh, yeah. Oh, I did find here. So here's some May releases, or the we were supposed to get. Uh, Disney's Artemis Fowl. Oh, the I Green didn't know Knight. Disney was making Artemis Fowl. May 29th. We're supposed to be getting an Artemis Fowl movie. Wow. Directed by Kenneth Branagh. Uh, and a SpongeBob movie. So it looks like a lot of kids' movies. I don't know if they've already moved out kind of the big action or the big blockbuster movie that's supposed to be there, if that's just kind of what we were looking at for, for May. Um. Yeah, so yeah, we got a SpongeBob movie, uh, Artemis Fowl, and a movie called The Green Knight, and then Candyman the week after. Uh, is that a remake? Yeah, they're remaking. I think uh, Jordan Peele produced uh, produced Candyman. We might have to check that uh, one out. Yeah, the trailer the came out, and it looks super creepy. So, uh, that's an original I've never seen. Oh, the Candyman. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, apparently, yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens with that. Um, yeah. If if you have thoughts on Ocean's Twelve, Ocean's Eleven, or uh, what movies are coming out Memorial Day, you can email us at dbtgpodcast@gmail.com or find us on Twitter, dbtgpod, uh, Facebook, uh, iTunes. Google Play, Stitcher, anywhere, anywhere you find podcasts, you can rate, review. Um, I don't have a way to check. I was trying to find a way how I, a man without iTunes or an Apple phone or iPod or a podcast, whatever they're calling their podcast app, how I can view the reviews. But, uh, you know, it's not easy. So if you, uh, if, if you ask me, uh, if you write a review there, I don't see it, but it's still helpful. You know, I think I still have an iTunes account. I will see if uh, I can check it out. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know the link works. So at least I every time I say we're on iTunes, I can at least follow the link and see. Yep, there we are on yep. iTunes. There's our most recent episode. But Still as far there. as any type of reviews or anything, I'm not sure. Uh, so it really makes me not interested in pushing the fact that like, oh, rate review reviews are helpful. Because like I actually don't know if it's helpful. <laughs> uh, share it. Share it on Twitter. Uh, share it with your grandmother. Share it in in the days of physical isolation and separations 
digitally send someone this podcast. Uh, or listen always... together on Zoom. Or, yeah, do a Zoom <laughs> party. Uh, but make sure everyone hits play at the same time because we need them downloads. Yeah, that's right. I don't want one download. I want whoever's in the Zoom party. Each each person has to, has to download it. Uh, we're going to continue this month. We already got next movie picked out. We're doing uh, Godfather 3, another movie, another follow-up to uh, to an all-star cast, which uh, I think has the reputation of not being that good. Uh, and we're going to watch it and find out if it's we're not. Gonna, we're going to watch it and, and let you know. Yeah. Uh, Godfather 3. Good? I don't know. <laughs> Did we need uh, it? We don't know yet. Yeah. We'll find out. Uh, so until then, uh, we'll be back next week with that episode. Until then, it's been Dope With That Guy, Guy to Sequel Remix. Keep your uh, hands clean and don't cough on anybody. Now you told me that he called it Ocean Eleven. Now who decided that? That's a good point.